Hello, this is Jocelyn. What's up? It's Jess. And this is the Chicas Who Read podcast where we discuss text, film, and any sort of thing that really interests us. Uh, so today we'll be, we have a spooky episode edition and we're doing a uh, a spooky movie. It wasn't really that spooky. Yeah, I honestly was not spooked at any point of that movie. <laughs> it's about ghosts. <laughs> That's about as spooky as it gets. Just the concept of a ghost, but really, the ghost in the movie. That's not enough that to consider scary. it a Halloween movie. I consider <laughs> ha- Mean Girls a Halloween movie. I watched mean that in Girls? December. Well, not a Halloween movie, but a, I said December. I, I meant October. <laughs> I, I watched. I watch Mean Girls in October because, you know, the iconic line. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Is that why it's a it's a Halloween movie? Or for what, me, like... For me, yes. I watch it in October, and then I watch it again in December. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that movie's really good, okay? I'm, I'm not saying... All the jokes still hit. <laughs> I'm not saying it's not good. I'm just laughing at it being a Halloween movie. <laughs> Mean Girls is the scariest movie I've ever seen. <laughs> or a Christmas movie. <laughs> Very holiday oriented. Mean Girls, a holiday favorite. It's mm-hmm. my number one. Oh my god. Okay, we did not watch Mean Girls. <laughs> <laughs> Today's episode is not about Mean Girls. We watched The Devil's Backbone, which was released in 2001 by Guillermo del Toro. So Ooh, what, yeah, Toro. Ooh. Or Guillermo del Toro. Del Toro um, in English. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, honestly, it's really hard to say in Spanish, even though I speak Spanish. His name? <laughs> yeah. It's like a lot. It's like a lot of olds. Olds? I'm going to pretend like I, I get what you mean. <laughs> I don't know. Also, for me, Guillermo is, like, a hard name to say for me. I don't know. It's okay. It's not something that rolls off the toe. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, that's fine by me. Or Eugenio. I still can't say it. See? (laughs) (laughs) Point proven, point proven. (laughs) Oh, my God. I did not... I did not expect myself to have trouble saying that word, that name. I was like, that's going to be easy to say. <laughs> and then I completely fucked it up. Mm-mm. Okay, so what'd you think? And um, what were you going to say? Okay, we just finished the movie. Dude, I don't even know. Like, I, I was fully expecting this movie to be, like, scary. The tra- Because you... You had uh, sent me the movie at first, and I didn't know what it was about. I sent you a screenshot of what the movie title was. Yes, you sent me that, and, like, I um, looked up the trailer, and it's, like, spooky. You got some ghost, so, like, I'm, like, already, like, oh, my God, spirits, let me be creeped the fuck out. And um, I looked at the trailer, and... uh, it seemed scary, but I was not scared, not even once. Yeah. Um, I I felt 
sad for the kids in the movie. Mm-hmm. But that was pretty much it. And then, like, there's this one evil guy in the movie that His I like. Jacinto. I called it. I called it. I was like, I don't like that guy's energy. And lo and behold, the motherfucker is like evil as hell. I think he's the devil. Like he's the back. The, he's the devil's backbone. Guillermo del Toro was talking about. Yeah, I don't really get the name too much. They kind of explained it in the movie a little bit, or they hinted at it when he was talking about. That was like the probably like the weirdest part of the movie was the babies in the in the rum. It okay. So should we should we give some some uh, synopsis for the movie for those who haven't seen it? Yeah. First, so before we see. dive in. Hold on. By the way, okay. we painted pumpkins while watching this movie. Check it out on our Instagram. And it, oh yeah, um, we'll, we'll post it. Yeah. <laughs> Follow us on Chicas Who Read if you don't already do on Instagram. Alright, so synopsis uh, according to IMDb. After Carlos, a 12-year-old whose father has died in the Spanish Civil War. Oh, okay, we called it. (laughs) (laughs) This whole time, they were talking about a war, and we're all like, is it it World War II? No, it looks too old to be World War II. Is it World War I? No, why why would Spain be involved in World War I? It was just, uh, yeah. Just the it, Spanish Civil War. Yeah. Duh. Alright. Arrives at an ominous boys' orphanage. He discovers the school is haunted and has many dark secrets, which he must uncover. That's the synopsis according to IMDb. The only dark secret he uncovered was, like... The ghost. The ghost. So, as soon as this boy gets here, there's this boy. He Carlos. looks very posh. Like, he looks like... You know, he had money. Um, and he gets to this orphanage, and he's... I I don't remember if he's, like, secure in that, like, he's like, nobody's leaving me here. Like, I'm here with my legal guardian, like, whatever. But either way, he's left behind by this man um, who picked him up. Because I guess, yeah, his, like, father died in the war. And... He's pretty chill. I like his character. Mm-hmm. I think he's a cool ass little kid. I would kick it with him. Yeah, I, I mean, he didn't. He's not a snitch. Mm-hmm. Took a beating. Also, not scared of. I mean, he's scared of ghosts to a certain extent, but not enough to like not look for them. He was like trying to figure out like what would you in that case if you were a kid mm-hmm. and you stumbled across a ghost. Like, what would you do? Uh, not fuck with it. Not do what he did. <laughs> yeah, you wouldn't ask it what it wanted. I wouldn't even think about what that ghost wants. I'd just be like, yeah. Mom, especially I'm after he saw it. Uh, and like, okay, if you've seen any of Guillermo del Toro's movies, like you know the imagery he has with um, just his the monsters that he creates in his films, and this ghost is up to par with them. He looks very creepy. But also doesn't come off as, like... Unapproachable. Yeah. Or, like, super threatening. <laughs> I'd be this ghost friend. Well, I don't know. It's weird. Okay. Well, you haven't seen Pan's Labyrinth, but he does create, like, a... Um, oh, I forgot what he was called. Oh, like a fawn. 
type character where he has like huge horns and like a creepy face and of course as a kid you would be creeped out by that even my mom got creeped out by, <laughs> by that but yeah he always makes these characters where they're like would approach these they're like nightmares almost or like no 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 like like kind of like these outcasts Mm. Not characters, but yeah, in typical movies, whenever you see beasts, you know, you wouldn't really approach them. Yeah. And he always sets up that dichotomy where it's like the human beings are like the really just terrible Shitty. people. They're yeah. the like real monsters. Yeah, exactly. And these beast creatures are are your friends. Yeah. Or they're like, you know, misunderstood mm-hmm. spirits or they've been through a lot. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, he made a few... Uh, he made a human fuck a fish in, like, shape of water, so... And the fish seemed pretty cool, so... I, um... I see it. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not really, like, uh, into... I don't I don't know much about Guillermo del Toro. Like, that's not, um... I'm not caught up... Yeah. On, on his career and his movies. But, um, from what I've seen from him... And I'm not I'm not caught up in his like him as a director, whatever his cultural impact has been. But mm-hmm. from what I've seen, it's some good shit. Um I like Shape of Water better than this movie, but I like I like the aesthetics a lot of this movie. I love that the whole movie is shot in one place. Uh-huh. Um and I I love the colors in this film. I like the that it's like a period piece almost and a lot of his movies tend to be period pieces from the trailer i thought that i was gonna get scared but i don't know what is even scared anymore i think trailers can be um what is it called misleading yeah because of course with trailers they're just trying to market stuff so people can they can get butts to their to the seats you know and that's more like the company doing that yeah like forming a trailer and getting marketing out of there out there yeah so yeah maybe the trailer like sold you on something that wasn't this movie mm-hmm. but that's just like business or whatever business as usual yeah. <laughs> but yeah i didn't know what i was expecting either i just know that i've pan's labyrinth is one of my favorite movies of all time and so why huh why yeah, because it just portrayed, like, a different story um, to, like, fantasy in general. And again, like, how we were talking about how he sets up that dichotomy between humans and, and beasts. And mm-hmm. it's, like, really whimsical in a different way. And where she's, like, a demon princess, but it's still viewed in the in the way that like a Disney princess kind of would be. Yeah, if you, so Devil's Backbone is available on Amazon Prime or just Amazon. But uh you can either rent it or buy it for like 5 bucks. But if you don't want to spend any money and you want to see a Guillermo del Toro movie if you haven't Pan's Labyrinth, I think it's free on Netflix. It was at least. I th- I think it still is though. Totally I should watch it. it. I have Netflix. Mm-hmm. Why haven't why haven't you told me to watch I've, this I've told before? You, I've told you since <laughs> our friendship started to watch that movie. I'm sorry. It's been like five years. <laughs> sorry about it. 
But I think it was we were so whenever I was looking this movie up, he so I found out that his dad was um how do you say a sequestrado? Kidnapped. Kidnapped. <laughs> his dad was kidnapped and he for like two months and he had to pay a ransom and so when this movie finished it was it was a dedication to his parents. Um and we were talking about how that tied in that may have tied in into the making of this movie. Um, especially with, like, the adult figures mm-hmm. and how they were very nurturing because in the beginning it seemed like in the way we see movies and normally whenever somebody's thrown in a convent or a, a, orphanage. a group home orphanage is, like, most of the adults are abusive mm-hmm. and take advantage of the kids and don't feed them, don't treat them well. But this was not that. Well, kind of not Except that. Except for... <laughs> Except for the one. Except for the villain of the movie. But yeah, for the most part, the the at least the old man was really endearing, and he was just lovely, and he... What was he? Was he like the... Oh, he was a doctor. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So there's this old man who's a doctor, but I don't know. At some point, like, there was a point where you get to see his relationship a little bit closer with the... I guess the child, would you say that um, Carlos is like the child protagonist of the movie? So you see like his relationship with Carlos in that intimate moment where he's showing him the rum, but you see the little, he's, he's, so this is where we're like, what time period is this? Right. And we probably think it's like, what do we guess? The forties, sixties, we don't know. Um, he had these like vats of rum with little babies in it, and I think that was the part where we just kept painting our pumpkins. But I, dead babies, <laughs> yeah. And um, but he was talking at some point. He was talking about the spine of one of them, and I think that's where he, I think that's where like the title comes from. Yeah. It comes from the old man, but yeah, because he was explaining. But yeah, we were very invested in the pumpkins, sorry. Because <laughs> he was explaining the meaning beside, behind why they call it the devil's backbone. Yeah. So it's basically the spine that they called the devil's backbone. Why? I don't know. I didn't get that part. <laughs> if you watched this movie and you paid attention to that part, please let us know. Yeah, let us know because we sure as hell did not pay attention to that part. But... It was just like a... That part felt like out of place. Yeah, like it was inserted. I don't know. I wasn't really invested in that part. Um, Mainly because... You were invested in the pumpkin. Yeah, I was was invested in painting my pumpkin. There was an initial connection whenever he is chasing after his his legal guardian. Mm -hmm. And then he drops all his stuff because his suitcase breaks. And um, the doctor is there to as to give him comfort, and mm-hmm. then they talk about like they have this movie, and they're talking about uh, a book. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the 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 babies in the jar thing is kind of like the second part to that moment. Mm, okay, it's like the follow up. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I don't think it was out of nowhere. Yeah, you're right. But it was just weird, like... Yeah, it's like... Maybe it was just going just into, like, that... This second date. Why would you introduce me to your, like, <laughs> like uh, fermenting fetus? <laughs> <laughs> I 
<laughs> you know? Yeah. And it's not like the doctor was creepy. No, it just pre- pr- kind of probably played into like, yeah, it's just he's a doctor and this this was some weird shit that it's they did of the back times. in the day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. And also babies in jars are creepy and it was a creepy movie. <laughs> it was a pro-life movie. <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. Why is this? Why is he drinking rum with a baby fermenting in it? Yeah, that was that part was gross. That was spoopy. That but apparently it has medicinal purposes. <laughs> that was the Halloween part of it. Yeah, that was the scariest part of the movie. Do you think that like, what was the Spanish Civil War about? Was there um, a fight against communism during this time? Because they were talking about something being rojo, and that was what like I don't think you need to know about the Spanish Civil War. Yeah, I didn't like study at, yeah, Spanish yeah, me like. neither. <laughs> but I don't think you need to know about that to know like uh or to imagine like the um environment that was created around them, but they had talked about redness. So it's like, are they fighting communism? That was really the only indicator that I got from that. Well, he uses that, like, the Spanish Civil War as a background a lot. Like, mm-hmm. also, he uses that as a background for Pan's Labyrinth. So, oh. yeah, I don't know what Guillermo del Toro's um, connection with the Spanish Civil War is, but he's used that as a background before. I just know that. I don't know what kind of meaning it has. Huh. <laughs> Interesting. One of the kids in there, the the biggest bully in the movie, the only really bully in the, the movie. only mo- the only bully besides the the guy who, the kill the killer, besides the villain, um, do you think he was gay? No, he was like that girl. Bisexuals exist. <laughs> he was like calling. Why you keep Carlos trying to make this a queer film? <laughs> <laughs> He was calling Carlos the whole time, and I was just like, kids, that's how fucking little kids act. I was just like, he's very obsessed with that word. Are you suppressing something? Um, no. Nah. This is also a queer film. <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> not at all. Well, yeah, okay, so I don't think it was a spooky movie. You should still watch it. It was a good movie. It's, like, fairly easy watch. I enjoyed it. Yeah. I wasn't, like, bored. But Mm-mm. I also wasn't actively watching it. But I think it it did keep me from, at parts, I was like, I dropped painting my pumpkin and I was actively looking at the movie. Yeah. So I think that's a good sign. Yeah. Um. So I don't think you'll get bored watching this movie. Yeah. And I, it was a good story. Like, even though it wasn't spooky, I think you should go in not expecting to be, like, frightened. Um. I think it was more of a story telling of, like, um boys rallying together for a cause and it's just a really honestly a story about friendship um as these kids go through hardships together and uh come together because of their not differences but their similarities and they're all stuck in this situation where they where they're without their parents and they really only have each other they don't know any Mm -hmm. no one else that's what i think this movie's about and also how do you react to like to like your your best friend getting killed in front of you. Yeah, he. I'm surprised he like didn't tell anybody. <clears throat> well, maybe he felt guilty. I so, think he did feel sorry, guilty. Sorry, we didn't. Okay, so we 
so the ghost in the in the film is this kid named Santi, and he. We don't know what really happened to him at the beginning of the movie. We just kind of know that it's this boy named Santi. And so, like, midway through the movie, it gets revealed that, um, or towards the later part of the film, it gets revealed that the villain of the film, whose name is Jacinto, he killed this kid on in an accident because he... So the whole... Through the entire movie, this this guy Jacinto is trying to steal this gold from this old lady. And this kid sees him at the safe, you know, and he's not supposed to be near the safe. So he tries to cover up his tracks, and then he's, like, bullying this kid. And he accidentally pushes him up against the wall and ends up killing him accidentally. But then he doesn't tell anybody, and he hides the body. And so Santi ends up turning into the ghost that is remaining around in this orphanage. And that's who the ghost is. And I lost where I was. He, yeah. I, I oh right. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. Yes. Story about friendship. <laughs> I was saying, what would you do if you saw your best friend? So, um, the reason they were down there where they weren't supposed to be was that Santi and his best friend were out. I don't know, collecting some slugs or some shit. And uh, and then and then one of Santi goes back up and he catches Jacinto doing what he's not supposed to be doing. And then, and then all of that happens in front of the best friend's eyes. I didn't know that they were, at this point I was like busy painting my pumpkin and I didn't pay attention. But I didn't know that they got caught or they were like out collecting slugs whenever Santi was killed. In the beginning of the movie, Carlos collected a slug and that's where you start drawing the parallel. He sees Santi and then he's like left there and he's meant to be this guy who's like, connecting with Santi in that way. Interesting. Yeah. And yeah, going back to the beginning of the film, whenever first, um, what's the first bad thing, technically, with air quotes, that the, that they do is go and get some water in the in the kitchen, whereas where Santi was killed. Yeah. I still don't, like, understand the significance of the missile that is in the middle of the courtyard. Like, they keep talking about it as this entity, like, it's alive, but the the ghost that's, like, causing all of this activity is Santi's ghost, so, like, I feel like that's the part where there's a disconnect, too. I'm just like, what is the Well, I think the connection was was the, the missile... Well, that was the lie, was that Jacinto had said that the missile um, landed and and Santi ran. And that he was trying to escape. Oh. Mm-hmm. oh okay. Yeah. <laughs> it all makes sense now. Okay. <clears throat> I missed that part. When did that happen? The, the Carmen, the, the lady, briefly said it. The old lady? Mm-hmm. That's her name, Carmen? Mm-hmm. What do you think about Carmen? Ooh, Carmen was nasty. She was nasty. But she, I couldn't, she was like... She was nice. But she, she was also fucked up. I don't she, know, but I, that also talks, I mean, speaks to, like, humans have layers and, you know, they're both fucked up and... They're all onions. Yeah. They have layers. <laughs> yeah, she, well, I mean, she's also, like, in this orphanage in the middle of, like, the nearest town is, like, a day away or, like, an hour away. A day away. A day. Um, walking. Walking. 
And, like, she ends up having this thing with one of the... With Jacinto. What's his name? Jacinto. Jacinto, who also ended up growing in that orphanage and is now older. Like, how do you... It's... mm, I don't know. It was, that part was weird, but like, it's also like you're in the middle of nowhere yeah. and you have like, but there's she was also two, but she was also getting attention from the old man. So why not just like be with the old man? You know, I think he had a limp dick because he remember he was talking about whenever he was like talking about the rum. He's like, it helps with um, having a limp dick <laughs> erections. And he took a shot of it. That makes sense now why he would talk to the little boy about it. Because it's not like he had another bro buddy to talk about it to. And she was like, I don't want no limp dick man. <laughs> and she just ended up hooking up with this this dude who was an orphan and uh, grew up. And just ended up working there. And was stuck there. That's fucked up. Yeah. What kind of destiny is that? But also, no, I think, I mean, yeah, I think he was the one who approached her because he wanted it to, Yeah. his ultimate goal was to get that gold from the safe. So he knew what he was doing. Yeah. It's not. She realized it since the first, like the first moment she got Carlos, the little boy, to, um, like gave him his bed. Like when she was looking at her keys to give him his locker key, she was like, yeah. A key is missing. But I guess she didn't realize... Like, I guess that was just her startled by a key missing. But it didn't go further than that. Yeah. Yeah, all of these, like, plot points were kind of, like, subtle. Yeah. Which I think worked into the narrative better. Yeah. Because it's like, oh. Oh, that means that. <laughs> yeah. I don't really have much to say about this movie. Like, I think it was pretty straightforward. And it wasn't, like... There wasn't really much that... It didn't really give me much to, like, think critically about. Like, all of the questions that I had during the movie were answered. Yeah. During the movie. Same. But I think it was a good watch. I don't think that's, like... It it works against it, I think. Yeah, no. It was, like, an easy watch. Like, an easy, good watch. It's a... It's, like, a nice movie if you're trying to get into, like, spoopy um, type of vibes. And you just want to watch something that's, like... You, you just want to ease into it. Because mm-hmm. I, I was, like, telling you whenever we first started watching the movie that I don't really, like, go hard and, yeah. like, into Halloween like that during October. But um, it definitely put me in the mood. Like, it was a nice movie to put me in the yeah. mood to, like, get a pumpkin out and start painting it and start thinking about, like, maybe I do want to watch something scarier. <laughs> or, um, you know, just think about watching more scary movies yeah uh, or like engaging in more scary activities <laughs> scary spoopy activities yeah uh, so i guess that is a good way of putting it if you want to watch uh, a spooky movie that's not really like scary or has a lot of scare uh jump scares the way you know a lot of scary movies do watch this movie yeah the devil's backbone it was cute <laughs> <laughs> It was, like, cute, scary. <laughs> it was a cute, scary movie about friendship. Just, if you don't want to think, just watch this movie. Yeah, or do what we did. Paint some pumpkins and watch this movie. Yeah. All right.
that has been our spooky Halloween episode. Thanks for listening to Chicas Who Read. Uh, please share our podcast. Uh, leave us uh, reviews on all the all the stuff where you can listen Apple. to the podcast. Apple Podcasts, I think, is the yeah. Just go on Apple Podcasts and leave us a review. Did you Apple Podcasts? A P P L E Podcasts, and tell us how great we are. All right, bye. Peace out.